0: Thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, learning our purpose, and linking to our community. From wherever you are listening, welcome to the community. We hope you enjoy the message. Great to be hanging out with you again, Akuo. If you've hung out with us At all this year you know the word that god spoke to us to live out which i'm talking about every single week and i'm going to continue to until the end of the year it's ready so we're doing that we're doing our best to be ready for what god is showing us to walk through and all of this idea of ready has led us to the current sermon series that we are in right now called healer now in this series we're taking a look at the miraculous healings that jesus performed as recorded by his friend and disciple matthew Now, while studying these accounts, we have also been able to take a look at how Jesus has healed each one of us in our lives and is currently working on us now. And for the last week of the series, I saved a story that I hope you'll like about the one and only David Robinson. Yeah, that's right. David Robinson is a hero of mine and I can remember being a small kid and seeing my dad or grandpa pick up the newspaper and in the sports section and it felt like there was always a picture of David Robinson taking up like most of the front page. So I was the biggest Spurs and David Robinson fan that I knew. I mean, David was my guy. And one day while I was in college, I was driving out to work at the HEB in Leon Springs, way out there like I-10 and Bernie Stage Road. Well, on this day, as I was driving out there, there was a marquee for a church that had a flashing sign that was saying, men's Bible study with David Robinson, 6 a.m. Yo, I was fired up, fired up enough to show up being a college student going somewhere at six o'clock in the morning to hear David Robinson talk. This was like a dream for me. So I got up a few days later to go to this Bible study. And I got there a few minutes early because I didn't know where to go at the church and I didn't want to like be the last one to walk in and be all embarrassed or anything. So got there a few minutes early. Well, as I was walking up to the front door of the church, I saw somebody walking up as well. And I I noticed that this guy was like very, very, very tall. It was David Robinson. We got to the door at the same time and he opened the door for me. I was like, uh, thanks. And he goes, is this your first time? And I'm like, Yeah, I saw the marquee. You know, that's cool. And so David's like, Oh, that's great. Let me. Where do you go to school? What are you doing? What do you want to do when you get out of school? I mean, y'all. David Robinson was interested in my life that morning. Anyway, So like, we start. We continue to talk, and this man walks up to David, and David goes, Oh, you know, let me introduce you to my friend uh, right here. He's going to be helping me lead the Bible study today as well. Uh, he goes, This is Max. And Max said, hello, reached out, shook my hand. He said, hey, Max Lucado, nice to meet you. And I went, oh, hey, nice to meet you too, Max. So anyways, David, what are we talking about? (laughs) We went back to talking about whatever. Now, what I didn't know, uh, maybe some of you already know this already, but Max was the pastor of that church that I was at. He was also someone that up at that point had written about 70 books. Now he's over 100. Also, he's someone that has been called America's pastor, spoken with presidents, all kinds of different people. But there I was in the church that he ran in a Bible study he helped facilitate failing to recognize him because I didn't know who he was. I mean, I wasn't reading like Christian books back then. And and, and two, David Robinson was talking to me, right? Like, how could I ever think about anybody else? I mean, have y'all ever been in a situation like this? Maybe not blowing off America's pastor and a multiple New York Times bestseller for an NBA Hall of Famer, but... Have you ever been in a situation where someone with power, someone with rank name recognition, well, they weren't getting recognized or treated with respect and awe they were used to? Or have you ever heard of a time when someone that was used to walking around like they ran the place, maybe because they like actually did run the place, and that person getting treated like they were just a normal person. They didn't get any of the perks or anything that they were used to. Well, this is actually something we're going to be taking a look at today in our reading of Jesus's life as recorded by Matthew. At this point, Jesus is doing his thing. We've been talking about it for a few weeks now. He's been going around the the surrounding areas and healing people and performing other miracles. And people know who Jesus is. He's someone that people were regularly talking about in Israel, especially the leaders of the Jewish faith. The more signs and wonders that Jesus performed, the more upset those leaders seem to get. Now on this day that we're about to read about, Jesus and the guys are hanging out and having a conversation about fasting and wine as someone approaches. It's the leader of the synagogue, probably the one in Capernaum. Now, to give you some context, the leader of the synagogue was a very, very important person in their community. You see, he was an elected official that elders, the the leaders of the church, voted on. He wasn't a teacher or a preacher, but he was in charge of the order of worship and the synagogue's general affairs. He also chose the people who read and prayed during every service. And he invited the people who would do the preaching. In addition to all that, he also made sure that nothing inappropriate happened in that synagogue, and he was in charge of all the synagogue buildings. To shorten that up, he was the leader of the synagogue. It was like God and then that guy. So let's read what this leader has to say to Jesus. As Jesus was saying this, the leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. All right, the the leader of a synagogue, a man that was used to being in charge, a man that had great power and importance, a man that had probably never had to hurry or act out of desperation before in his entire life. Well, he fell on his knees before Jesus. He fell on his knees for his daughter. And the story is actually recorded in the New Testament by other disciples of Jesus, and they say that this girl is 12 years old, or was 12 years old. So this is a man that has lived a life of power and means. This is a man that has lived his life in a way that was considered holy. I mean, the elders of his church elected him to run everything. That probably means that he was a fairly holy man in the sense that he followed all the rules. He did all the sacrifices. He jumped all through all the hoops, and he still had bad stuff happening to him. So this man goes to Jesus and asks for help. Gets on his knees, begs in his designer robes and everything like that. Let's see what happens next. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe For she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. So Jesus and the dudes get up to go and help. I mean, they're they're ready to go. But along the way, something happens. A woman that had been bleeding constantly for 12 years comes up to Jesus to touch his robe, thinking she'll be healed. Now, many theologians thought that this woman had some sort of uh, reproductive system bleeding. Nobody's 100% sure exactly what's going on. But a lot of theologians would agree that that's where the, the blood is coming from. No matter the reason a bleeding person of any kind would be considered ceremonially unclean to the Jewish people. Someone that is bleeding isn't supposed to touch anyone else or they will make that other person unclean as well. So I would imagine that most of her, that th- that was most of her life for the 12 years leading into this moment, right? She she was She knew she was bleeding. She knew she wasn't supposed to touch anybody. And, and so she was doing her best to like isolate herself from other people to just keep things to herself. But then... She heard about this Jesus guy and the way that he healed people. She heard that he was more than just a rabbi. Probably she heard that he was more than just a prophet and she believed. So she fought through the crowd, making everybody unclean along the way in a place where she probably didn't wanna be because of that. And she made her way to Jesus to touch his robe, thinking that this was her only shot. So here's what happened. Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well, and the woman was healed at that moment. Imagine the relief, imagine the joy that went through this woman's body as she was healed. Imagine what she felt when Jesus turned to her, not to yell at her for making him unclean, but to encourage her. Jesus commends this woman's faith in him. The fact that she knew all she had to do was get to Jesus and touch his clothes. That just being near Jesus would be enough to heal her. That was an incredible act of faith. And Jesus saw that. And the power left from him and healed her and helped her. Y'all, she'd been dealing with this for 12 years. Think about what you were doing 12 years ago. And think about if you had a chronic illness that was robbing you of all kinds of stuff for 12 years. You couldn't hang out with your friends, your family, nothing. Think about if you were slowly wasting away over 12 years. That's where this lady was. And Jesus stopped that. He kept her from dying and he fully healed her. This is such a beautiful and amazing display of grace and beauty and faith. But can you imagine how the leader of the synagogue might be feeling at this point? He's got to be like, hey, y'all, this is a nice chat and everything, but my daughter died. And we got to get Jesus over there now. I mean, this is the last hope that he has for his daughter. It's hinging on Jesus and Jesus is hanging out and chatting up all these other people like it's no big deal. I wonder if the leader wanted to interrupt the conversation Jesus was having with this lady. I wonder if he just contemplated just being like, ah, forget this, I'm going. He's not going to help me. I mean, this dude, he was used to being on top. He was used to being treated in a certain way. He didn't have to wait on people. He was the leader of the synagogue. But Jesus, he was treating this lady like she won two NBA championships, was on the all NBA team 10 times, was a part of the top 50 players in NBA history like she was a 1995 NBA MVP. That's what he was treating her like. Can you imagine? This dude got to Jesus first. That's not fair. He does all the things the right way. That's not fair. He runs a church. He gives money. He follows the laws. He does the sacrifices and is ceremonially clean. That's not fair. That he's the one that has to wait. I mean, how many of us feel like that sometimes? We are doing what we have to do when we're in a tough situation. We're going to Jesus to heal us. We're reading our Bible a little bit extra. We're praying all the time. And we're in this situation where we're like, Lord, please heal us. I'm doing all these things and the healing doesn't come. What happens when we're there? What do we do? Especially when we see somebody else walking down the street getting healed. Well, we can press in further or we can bail. But remember with us and with the leader, being with Jesus is the blessing. When we are in his presence, it's good. That's what the woman knew. She didn't need Jesus to make a big show. She didn't need any words of Jesus. She just needed to get close enough to him and touch something that touched him. So with us, when we find ourselves frustrated and angry, just keep going. If Jesus is with you, then you're in the right place. And the changes will happen in the right amount of time. Let's look to see what happens next with Jesus and the leader. Matthew writes, When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd and heard the funeral music. So this is just one sentence, but it's super important to understand what's going on. You see, when Jesus gets there, there's funeral music playing. And this isn't like just a random sad boy playlist that you can find on Spotify. This is a hired musician, normally some sort of flute player. So this flute player was hired to help people in their mourning by providing some noise for people to be able to begin to be with their own thoughts. Also, the flute player would be there to help out with the crowd noise. Because when Matthew writes the crowd was noisy, I think he undersells it a little bit. At these funerals in ancient Israel, they would fully express grief. They would throw themselves on the ground. They would scream, yell, shriek, all in grief. Matthew includes this detail here so we can understand that this 12-year-old girl is fully dead not kind of, a little bit, all the way. That her entire community is heartbroken. That her family and her friends are grieving. Matthew wanted us to see what a grieving house looked like before Jesus showed up. And here's how the rest of it goes. Get out, Jesus told them. The girl isn't dead, she's only asleep. But the crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was put outside, however, Jesus went in and took the girl by the hand, and she stood up. The report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. Okay, these people have been there for a few days grieving. They know what happens to this girl. She's dead. So they laugh at Jesus. They ridicule the fact that he just got there and he's telling them what is going on with this girl that they've been sitting with for a while now. But then the they get the crowd to go outside and Jesus goes in and takes this girl by the hand, which is another super important detail because the Jewish people of that time wouldn't touch a dead person. They would be considered you guessed it, ceremonially unclean. But Jesus was not interested in that. He wasn't worried about clean or unclean. Now, the other thing I think about is the dad of this girl, the leader of the synagogue. I mean, he was probably pretty frustrated that they had to wait. But Jesus knew what he was doing. Jesus needed to make sure that all of the community was there and grieving. He wanted everybody there. Jesus even wanted that flute player playing that sad, sad music around there because Jesus wanted everyone to know that he was greater than death, that he was greater than all of it because when Jesus comes in contact with something, it is brought back to life. It is made totally clean. He's greater than unclean. We see this two times in a row. Jesus shows that he's even greater than death which is some foreshadowing. You see, the raising of the dead to life is a symbol of the gospel. What Jesus did for the dead girl, he has done for everyone who knows him, who's a part of the church. What Jesus did for the woman that was slowly dying, that's what he's doing for all of us. We are slowly dying as we are trying to sin and walk away from him, but he's making us clean all over. And here's the deal. In these two illustrations, It doesn't matter how good or different or whatever, these two people could not have been any different. A man in power, a woman that was shunned by her culture, but because of illness. A man asking for his daughter, a woman asking for herself. The young girl was healthy for 12 years and dead. The woman was dying for 12 years and hanging on. But both the leader of the synagogue and the woman trusted Jesus. They trusted in who he was and what he could do and by placing their faith in him, that's where they made the right decision. Seeing Jesus for who he was, who he still is. And by seeing him in that way, as the Messiah, the woman and the girl were both saved from death. And y'all, the same thing goes for us today. Our understanding of who Jesus is will affect how we see him. How we see him will affect how he works in our lives. If we see him as a genie in the bottle, well, that we end up making wishes to. Well, when something doesn't happen the way that we want it or in the timing that we want, we're like, he's failed us. He's not real. That genie, I prayed to him, I asked him, it didn't come through. And we walk away as broken as ever. But if we see him as the great healer, the one that always comes through in the same time, if it hasn't happened yet, it's because it's just not time yet. Then when we are struck in that struggle, when we are waiting on our healing, we can still find joy. We can still find peace because He is with us. The healing can come, but Jesus' presence with us is the real blessing in all of this. Now, for some of you hearing this right now, you want that presence of Jesus, but you aren't sure where, where to start. Well, to get that presence, to get the healing in your life, like we saw with the lady and the young girl, All you have to do is believe there aren't any hoops for you to jump through we saw it here in the stories today these people just had faith in jesus and who he was the messiah the savior of the world the one who gave up his life to cover our sins to make us right with god and the same thing goes for us to be in relationship with jesus you don't have to clean yourself up you don't have to figure everything out when jesus calls you when he shows up just follow him just say hey man Can you help? That's all you have to do to show that you have faith in him and what he did here on this earth. It's not about behavior or holiness, just simply believing. So if you want to declare or redeclare that belief today, I can help you do that. To do that, all you have to do is have a conversation between you and Jesus that we would call a prayer. And to help you out during this time, I'm going to ask our entire Akuo community to pray along with you, because here at Akuo, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community praying along with you. So if you want to declare your faith in Jesus today, just say something like this, just between you and him. You can have your eyes open, you can close them, but whatever it is, just talk to him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how I give you my life, amen. Now what I wanna do now is is continue to listen. We're a Kuo Church, right? We wanna listen to God, so let's do that right now. I want you to have some time to listen to what God's saying in your life through this message. So let's make ourselves available to him right now. Let's imagine, like again, if if you're in a place where you can do this, close your eyes and imagine Jesus sitting in front of you and then just ask him a question. So, just sit there in a place that's safe and comfortable and warm, and imagine Jesus sitting right in front of you, and he's looking you right in your face, and just ask him this question. Just say, Jesus, will you show me where you are currently present in my life? We'll take a few minutes to ask and listen, and then I'll come back to finish in prayer. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for the way that you continue to speak to us in our lives. The way that you continue to show up for us. When sometimes it feels like nobody else is showing up for us. Jesus, please show us the situations that you're in in our lives. Please show us where we need to be reaching out to you, where we need to be asking you to be more present. And Jesus, remind us to be patient and enjoy your presence no matter what's going on. Thank you. Thank you for the way that you're moving in our lives. Thank you for the way that you are going to come through for us, Jesus. We love you. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Now, before we go, let me share a few things that we have going on around our community. Well, we have our community groups going all week long and we really want you to be a part of one of these groups. And the reason we want you to be in one of these is because this is where you can cultivate a group of people around you to help you in your life when things get hard. And also a group of people that will cheer you on when things are good. This is the group that's gonna show up and like play the flute when you're grieving, right? Like that's what they're gonna be. And it's because of this, because of this idea of building this community that I always say joining a group and being a part of a community that will walk through life with you could be the one of the best things that you do while you're here at Akua. Now, one group that I wanna spotlight this week is the Practicing the Way group. Each Wednesday evening, they meet up to get to know each other and then read through different methods where we can be more like Jesus. Then throughout the week, uh, they'll ask people uh, and invite people to practice and reflect on what it is that they're learning. If this is something that you are interested in joining, you can scan the QR code on the screen and click on practicing the way. But if this group isn't for you, just know that we have five different groups happening on different days and times throughout the week. Now to see all of those, you can go and scan the QR code that's up here right now. Or if you want to, you can go to akuochurch community to see what we have going on. That's a slash community. Now, Coming up this Saturday, we're going to kick off one of the first of many linking opportunities with the affordable senior living facility next door to us called The Sorrento. What we're doing right now is getting folks in their community signed up for us to wash their clothes at no charge. We'll pick the clothes up, run the clothes to a laundromat, wash and fold them, and then bring them back. All of this while providing them a snack and some good company and some food to take back with them. This will be taking place this Saturday this coming Saturday, September the 23rd, and we will get this service started at 10 a.m. that day. If you're interested in being a part of this linking event, feel free to uh, uh, go ahead and talk with Zach Cronley. Email him at zach.cronley at akuo.church. Now, the last thing I want to mention here is the way that we are generous here at Akuo. Part of the nature of Jesus is to be generous. And I want you to know that here at Akuo, as individuals and as an organization, we practice that. We practice that with our time, which is why we want to give you chances to link to the community like we're talking about. We do that with our resources, which is why we're, we're paying and doing these things to help these senior citizens out, and why we help uh, different families throughout the neighborhoods all through the week. I would just want you to know that you, when you, you give here to KUO, when you're generous here to KUO, you aren't giving to a KUO, you're giving to your community through a KUO. Now, if you aren't sure where to start or maybe you haven't heard from the lord on the amount or or how much you should be giving here at akuo uh, one of the ways that you can get started is called tithing which means giving a first root 10 percent offering in the storehouse which is your local church that could be where you start until you figure it out or maybe the celebration of giving might not be a possibility for you right now things might be really tough for you and your family and if that's you that's okay if things are tough for you right now please allow us to help you out because we want to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs help, let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the contact us link. You can also send an email to us at help at or you can call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to give here at Akuo, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. And when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to give option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, a-k-a-o-u-o, and the dollar amount you want to give to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. Box available if you would like to send your gift through check. For that, all you have to do is mail it to Akuo at P.O. Box 100, 125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, all, that's all that I have for you today. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate all of you. And me and the rest of the KUO team, will be praying for you all week long. So before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for the people that were able to hear your voice in this message. Jesus, I pray the thing that you stirred in their hearts would just push them and explode them into their week in a way where they're able to show everybody they come across who you are. That they're able to love on people in ways that can only be seen as you. And Jesus, I pray that as each and every person deals with their stuff and deals with their hard and awful situations, I pray that you'd be there with them. I pray that as a group would stand around them and grieve for the death of a situation that you would come in and revive it in a way that you only can jesus thank you for everything we love you and we pray all these things in your name amen all right that's all that we have for you this week we'll see you at a community group this week thanks for spending time with us today you can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website akuo.church that's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching A Cool Old Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.